Welcome to the Hoops and Recreation Christmas special. It's the season for giving and have we got a gift for you. Now, if you guys are listening to today's episode, you have been visited by uh, the three ghosts of Christmas. Is that how we're going with it? Uh, I am your co-host for today and the uh, the ghost of Christmas future, Matt. We also have the ghost of Christmas past, Wardy. Hey, dudes. And our ghost of Christmas present... Mark, how you doing, mate? Always present. I am a gift, after all. You're welcome. <laughs> Incredibly we modest. <laughs> well, uh, this, uh, this is a big episode, guys, because uh, we've said there in the intro, it's our Christmas special. I don't think we did like a, a proper Christmas special last year, so this is the first time we're kind of calling this, I suppose, the Hoops and Wreck Christmas special. And we also missed a week last week because uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I was away on holiday. So uh, it's nice to be back. I've missed you guys, and uh, we've got a big, big episode uh, ahead. So first thing... Let's start because we haven't done this in a few weeks. Should we start with our one word headline? So for anyone new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Um, and in this segment, what we basically do is I'll present Mark with a series of NBA headlines in which he will then simply respond with a single word or short phrase. Uh, Mark, are you ready for this week's one word headline? Absolutely. They are all Christmas themed um, and I will be crooning ever so slightly what I'd really love is for you two to try and guess which popular song the headlines are, are after. Oh, wow. Right, okay. <laughs> so all of the headlines are Christmas song themed. They are. Oh, I love And this. if you can get them, then you're probably fairly sharp because they're not great. <laughs> That's most of my headlines. They are not great. But anyway, I'll try and croon a little bit to make it easier for you. Nice. Okay. Well, let's start with headline number one. Luka Doncic has officially passed Wilt Chamberlain in 40-point triple doubles after the Mavs beat the Trailblazers. Fucking around with assists and threes. <laughs> that, that, is, that is awesome. Great start. <laughs> Is that rocking around the Christmas tree? That is rocking around the Christmas tree. Hey, one mince pie to me. Uh, (laughs) Headline number two. uh, Bradley Beal is injured again, just three games into his return for the Phoenix Suns. All I want for Christmas is you on the court. (laughs) (laughs) That's right up my street, that one. Oh, dear. I'm not even going to guess that one because I don't want to give her any more recognition of the one time a year that Mariah Carey gets all of <laughs> Makes her Makes 12 yearly... million or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she makes about as much as Bradley Beal does with doing the same amount of work. <laughs> they both come out for very short periods each year. <laughs> oh, poor Bradley Beal. Um, <laughs> headline number three, Steph Curry becomes the first player to reach 3,503 points in uh, win over the Nets. Steph comes roasting. He's on fire. <laughs> oh, chestnuts <laughs> roasting <laughs> on an open fire. I love it. You, these are great. You weren't giving yourself enough credit here, Mark. Uh, Appreciate it. Okay. Headline number four, Spurs snap an 18-game losing streak with win over the Lakers. Lakers got, Lakers got, Lakers got rocked. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock. Hey, there we go. And last but not least, uh, saving the best till last, Draymond Green receives an indefinite suspension following the incident with Yusef Nurkic. Nurkic, the Phoenix centre, had a very shiny nose. (laughs) (laughs) You really did save the best for last. Incredible. (laughs) I told you, that was my Christmas gift to you all. (laughs) 
Well, no, honestly, I feel like you've made my Christmas there, Mark, and hopefully you've made the Christmas of uh, our listeners as well. That you didn't realise, listeners, you needed that until you heard it, and now you realise that your Christmas has been made. Um, we have a little bit of a, a different setting for today's episode. We're not going to do a normal episode with the four quarters. This is more of kind of like I suppose a halftime show esque episode. And what we've decided to do is make really the entire episode uh, as Christmas themed as we possibly can, because we're going to start things off uh, with essentially our our MBA naughty and nice list. Uh, in true Christmas theme, uh, we have all come up with uh, two players or teams or just NBA stories uh, that we are considering as part of our nice list. And we've also come up with two as part of our naughty list. So what we're going to do, I think what we'll probably do is maybe all share one from the nice list. First of all, then maybe you'll go to the naughty and we'll kind of go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And seeing as Wardy, you are our ghost of Christmas past, it makes sense to start in the past and move to the future, right? So uh, what's the first thing that you have on your MBA nice list? Let's start with the positive here. Well, it's a nice, simple one. Because as we, as we said already, it's the season of giving. So why not go with Tyrese Halliburton, who is leading the, assists, uh, leading the league in assists at 12 a game. So a nice, easy one. He's giving to his teammates and is having huge success as a team. I mean, the run they've had to the um, in-season tournament final was brilliant. Like He's shown that he's going to be an all-star for years and years to come. And Indiana is actually really exciting again. So congrats to you for being such a nice guy, Tyrese Halliburton. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one as well. It was only a matter of time before someone was someone had to have Halliburton on their list, right? Because he is just a, a massive success story for the league. Although, day of recording, I haven't really... I've just been absolutely fascinated by how good the paces have been and how great... Halliburton has been playing and how exciting they are just as a team to watch. I didn't realise they're seventh in the East. But I don't know if you guys have really looked at this. It's the first time I've kind of actually realised, hang on a minute, this isn't really translating uh, to wins that much. They won all the in-season tournament games. Like They were winning those games when it, when it happened, when it mattered. Um, but yeah, not this, and last night lost to the Timberwolves, which, you know, is fine. That The Timberwolves are fantastic at the moment, so that happens. But um, uh, but the night before, they lost to the Wizards. Not ideal. Yeah, not not great, is it? I mean, again, season of giving. Let, let the Wizards have one. They need it. No, that's a great choice, Wardy. And do you know what? I'm going to stick with uh, the season of giving as well. And uh, on my nice list is Jalen Brunson. Um, so this is a guy who, when he signed for the Knicks a uh, year and a half ago, they said he was overpaid. Well, right now he is the 19th highest earner um, at point guard in the league. And I would say he's probably playing like a top five point guard at the moment. Um, he's averaging 26 and six a game. Um, he's eighth overall PER. You know, I love a PER. And this week had a 50 pointer. Uh, in a win over the Suns, including going nine of nine from three. So the Brunson burner is uh, first up on my nice list. The Brunson burner. The thing about that game as well was, wasn't it? You might have just said this and I might have just completely missed him up, but he didn't he have like five steals in that game as well. Like he it was, did also have five steals. That yeah. was the, the bit that really, really impressed me of like you're dropping 50, you're nine from nine from the field. Um, and you're also getting five steals. Like that shouldn't be a stat line for. Jalen Brunson, but he he really really impressed in that game. Like that's an understatement. A fifty point game is impressive regardless. But the whole stat line was just amazing. It did also show me how Devin Booker 
isn't a point guard. And I would you agree, Wardy? Oh yeah, I mean he's done all right this year, but it, when you come up against an elite point guard, you get shown up, don't you? Yeah, and and he is an elite shooting guard, mm. but he's not an elite point guard. He doesn't facilitate the offense well at all, and he looks a little bit lost um, a lot of times. Like he's just not in positions that he's familiar with. And I I I think you need to sign a point guard if you're going to get past the second round. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's a shame we got rid of someone like um, Cam, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul or campaign. Yeah, campaign. Both of them campaign. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then didn't we we had these sort of like worries. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this maybe at the end of last season or when we were doing our episode where we were kind of talking about all the the, the trades. And I think um, I said that, that the Lakers could have potentially have won the trades uh, deadline or the free agency because of the fact that obviously... Sun's getting Beal. Yeah, it's big news, but they still don't have a point guard. Um, and I think everyone was like, yeah, sure, it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. And I mean, they're not doing bad by any means, but you're absolutely right, Mark. They need a point guard. Sometimes positionless basketball, sometimes you do need positions. Yeah, just someone who's a bit more natural, I think. I'm, you know, I'm not saying he can't do a job there because he absolutely can. Yeah. But it did seem like he looked uncomfortable in some positions, especially when it came down to the wire because the Knicks were down by seven uh, kind of going into the fourth and then came back and won by about 17. Like it was a big turnaround. And I know, you know, Brunson was hot, but Devin Booker's got size on Brunson. That shouldn't be a problem um, to to guard him. So I think a lot of that had to do with being unfamiliar um, in a point guard position. Yeah, well, seeing as you guys are, uh, it seems like we're, we've got the theme of giving uh, with this first set of our nice list. Um, my first one is Russell Westbrook. Um, and that is because since moving to the bench for the Clippers, um, we went from being an absolute shit show to now being 12 and 13, uh, sorry, 12 and 13, 12 and 3 in our last 15 games. We're currently on a seven game win streak as of day of recording. Um, and it's really like all of it has come about since this news story came out and then there's lots of uh, speculation, sorry, whether or not it was actually Westbrook saying, yeah, I'll take a role on the bench or whether he was told to take a role on the bench. But either way, if we're going with the narrative that was put in the public, that this was Russ saying, I want to go to the bench. um, It's working because he's still making an impact for the team. He's still that locker uh, locker room leader, but his minutes are at a career low. His stats are at a career low in regards to points, assists, etc. But as I said, he's still contributing towards winning and uh, it's giving me a little bit of a glimmer of hope for the Clippers moving into the new year. So yeah, Russell Westbrook is my first one on the nice list. I like that. Definitely a uh, giving thing to do if uh, if he took that sacrifice for the team himself. Exactly. Matt, interested who you've got on your naughty list? Okay, cool. Okay, so uh, I'll kick things off with the, the naughty list. And uh, I mean, it makes the most sense. I feel like, Wardy, you, you, you're kind of given a little bit of a layup here for uh, the start of the nice list um, with... Tyrese Halliburton I feel like I've got the easiest on the naughty list here and that's obviously Draymond Green uh, because uh, he's punched a lot of people or strangled a lot of people or assaulted a lot of people in general this year and the thing that I found the most interesting about this whole narrative is last year when everything happened with Jordan Poole I think Poole got the brunt of it it was almost like no Draymond wouldn't do that there's got to be something wrong chemistry wise like there's something clearly wrong with maybe Jordan Poole obviously he departs the team he starts playing a bit bad on the Wizards. You kind of think everything's on Paul. Well, we then see 
the Rudy Gobert situation. And we've also had last year, again, the Sabonis stomp. Um, and now we've had the Nurkic kind of swing round discus clothesline. Um, and uh, the narrative has changed from uh, Steve Kerr defending Draymond after um, the Rudy Gobert situation to now all of a sudden everyone calling out that Draymond needs help. Like as a human, as an in, in individual, his personal character is now being questioned. And it's almost like this situation with Nurkic has become kind of like one incident too far. But yeah, Draymond Green, definitely top of the naughty list. He's getting coal in his stocking this year. Yeah, I agree. He is definitely top of the naughty list. It's interesting, like you say, that when it happened to Jordan Poole, everyone thought Poole was a bit of a prick. So they didn't yep. really care that much. But like Sabonis, Gobert, uh, Nurkic, like three of the nicest guys in the league and absolutely unprovoked as well with, with all of them. You know, again, with Poole, you kind of thought he probably, you know, provoking him a little bit, but they, it was clearly unprovoked with all of these. So, yeah, perhaps he's got something going on. I also heard a few outlets saying that he's only picking on the kind of European guys because they're oh. soft. Which is an interesting narrative because uh, places like where Sabonis and Nurkic grew up, they are not mm. soft. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the opportunity, they will fuck you up big time. Uh, and nobody ever really fights in the NBA anyway. So I would like to, uh, I, you know, I'd really like to see Nurkic and Green square up properly because I think Nurkic would knock him out. Uh, well, maybe, maybe that's. Uh on jake paul's next uh fight <laughs> card or something like that <laughs> i feel like um green's in like that kind of rodman uh dallas era at the moment like he knows like it's kind of over for him like he's on the, the, the decline and he's just kind of messing around and making a show of himself i hope that's not the case but i think it is it's a lot of spotlight has been put on the warriors at the minute and um i know i've seen a couple of outlets at the minute saying that clay might end up like apparently they're, they're the warriors might be genuinely looking to trade clay and with draymond suspended like i said indefinitely as we as we've seen this kind of last week or so it, it, it's, it's becoming close to the end it's coming close to the end well chris paul's been beaten by the warriors for 10 years he finally joins them and it's terrible yeah. <laughs> couldn't happen to a nicer guy could it oh Draymond Green at the beginning of the year like I can't wait to get CP3 his first ring he was talking about boxing ring not <laughs> <laughs> NBA ring if it, they all got together and said let's completely suck this year just to piss him off <laughs> I really hope so <laughs> uh, poor Chris Paul anyways Mark uh, back over to you well be before we go I've got a quick aside on, on this because I had a look into the most ejections in NBA history okay uh, because, you know, I rightfully felt that Draymond was going to be out there. And I was right. He is number two at the moment. Um, but there's, there's 10 more players in the top 10 list. There's a couple of ties. <laughs> there's 10 more players in the top 10 list. That's good. You want to do the whole top 10? It's like the NBA 75. I won't go through it. If you just shout some names out and anything you don't get, I'll, uh, I'll fill in the gaps. There's some super easy ones in there. Sheed is number one. Sheed is number one. So he's got 29. Draymond, like I said, he's got 20. Oh, so he's still got a fair way to go. Yeah, he might not do it, but he'll try, obviously. Boogie Cousins. Yeah, he's number six. He's tied with uh, an all-time NBA legend, former Laker. He's also a former um, Magic. Oh, Shaq. Shaq. They're tied at 14. Uh, you've got another... Magic legend in a similar vein to Shaq. 
Oh, Dwight. Wow. Dwight, 17. He was, a, 17 he was a bit petulant, wasn't he? He was a bit childish. <laughs> so so Rodman is in there? Rodman is in there. He's actually tied for 10th with two others. Uh, he only had 12 compared to sort of Sheed. He was a good boy. Um, <laughs> you've got uh, one of the Knicks from the sort of blood in the garden 90s era. Oh, Charles Oakley. No, right next uh, to him. Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. He's tied with um, a very understy- uh, uh, undersized, feisty legend. My favourite legend. Charles. Charles Barkley. Him and, uh, and Mace both on 16, so they take the fourth spot. Uh, you've got a, I've got a very random one at number eight. He played on a lot of teams. He has... Ishmith. Uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> Not that many teams. <laughs> Ishmith doesn't get on the court enough to get ejected. Bless him. Um, he he's he's got a very he's got a good podcast with uh, uh, another ex NBA player. Um, oh, uh, Stephen Jackson. Uh, the other Matt one. Barnes. Yeah. Oh, Barnes. yeah, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the ones that are tied for tenth to come. Uh, one of them was a former number one pick. He played for the Nets and the Nuggets for the most part of his career. Kenya Martin. Kmart. And the last one around out is um, probably someone, he wasn't really a fighter. All these other ones were probably screaming and shouting and fighting, but this one wasn't. Um, he's a Knicks killer from the 90s. Spike Lee's best mate. I was about to say, so. oh, Reggie. Reggie. Yeah, Reggie wasn't a fighter. He was just an arsehole, wasn't he? Yeah, he absolutely was. Yeah. He was just a straight arsehole, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was like Clay Thompson kind of attitude. Yep. So there you go. There's your top top 10, but actually top 11 most ejections in NBA history. Surprised not to see Oak on there, actually. Big time. Surprised not to see Oak on there. I think the refs were too scared. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah. No one in the modern era I would expect on there. Everybody hard now is nice, like Stephen Adams, you know. Yeah, James Johnson. He's like, you know, James Johnson would literally kill. Oh, you yeah, 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 yeah. In a heartbeat. Shout out James Johnson back on the paces, by the way. Don't fight him. Draymond wouldn't fight him. He wouldn't no, turn no. around and smack him in the face. No, we'd be attending Draymond's funeral a week. Aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What's he had like 10 MMA fights? He's undefeated, isn't he? Like a, a side hustle. Side hustle. <laughs> yeah, playing the NBA and then, yeah, just to have MMA Beat fights. People up as well, so yeah. Often. Yeah, that's it. Kill people. <laughs> Right, anyways, let's keep this naughty list going. So, uh, Mark, we're back over to you. We'll just go back and forth, back and forth. So, uh, who have you got on your naughty list? First on my naughty list is Kevin Durant. Biggest crybaby going, honestly. What a pathetic bloke. He is constantly looking to make excuses and blame someone else. And I've defended KD everywhere he's been. Oh, you know, it didn't work out here because of this. didn't work out here because of this. Even when he went to the Warriors, I was like, you know, it makes sense to do that move. But do you know what? I'm I'm kind of sick of him now. Always making excuses. Oh, I didn't work out in Brooklyn, you know, because 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 it wasn't me. It's everyone else. Oh, it's not working out now in Phoenix. Not me. It's everyone else. How about you stop crying, put a team on your back if you're really that good, and get on with it? Because even when he was at Golden State, he wasn't the guy who put the team on his back. That was Steph. And coming out this week after losing to the Knicks and calling out like Quentin Grimes, like, grow up, you twat! Like what? Are you, what are you doing? Calling. <laughs> He's like, oh, Quentin Grimes got a 6 3. That guy never even makes layups, never makes free throws. Why are we letting him have six threes? Well, you did let him have six threes and he kicked your ass. So, how about you shut your mouth and show him some respect? Like, when you're at that level, like, shut the fuck up. 
Like, take responsibility for your own losses. That's what annoys me about it. The guy's got a burner account, like, because he hates taking any criticism. He needs to shut the fuck up and put up. <laughs> and that's why he's on my naughty list. You're feeling all right now? You're feeling better? <laughs> yeah, I feel much better after that. <laughs> well, let's hope Santa didn't hear that rant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Woody. I don't, like, I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I've had enough of him. It's constant excuses, man. He's always been like that, and like you say, with the burner account and sort of making all these comments, he gets really in his feelings, really upset about stuff. And you're right; you just got to play ball. There's so many other players that who are as good as him that just sort of brush it off and get on with it. But he, he holds a grudge, doesn't he? Yeah, and I, I'm still yet to see him put a team on his back in the way that LeBron or um, Giannis or Steph can do. You know, like I say, when he won a chip, he was really like he was good, but he was still second fiddle. The only time he really put the team on his back was at OKC and they didn't make it. So, you know, he's had the super team in Brooklyn and made excuses there. He's now got this super team in Phoenix and we're already getting excuses. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. That team is built around him and Book. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, it's interesting though, isn't it? I think with with KD, because you are right. I think this is the first time where he hasn't got anywhere to hide. Um he, everywhere else he has had some sort of scapegoat um this is the first time where he is expected to be the player i suppose to a certain degree he has got book a little bit to hide behind because he's always still said that it's book's team but at the same time it's kind of like he's, he's book's not the best player on the team but individually he's playing amazing if we look at the last however many years um individually he's averaging what um just over 30 points a game um, he's averaging just under six assists and um, just over six rebounds. But just like I said, it, it, it's not translating. It's not translating into wins. Yeah, individually, like he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. One of the greatest players, you know, probably top 10, 15 players all time. But shut the fuck up and just do it. Stop crying after all every loss, man, and blaming other people. Get on with it. Like all the best players... In my opinion, you know, you listen to Yanis. He's like, "Now that was me. I need to do better. I need to put a team on my back. I, I will make us get better. We need to do better." He Durant's out there crying about systems and other teams. Like, get on with it. Well, I tell you what. Talking about getting on with it, we'll move on to Wardy's fir- uh, his first on the naughty list. Wardy, who have you got on your first name on your naughty list? So, when trying to put this together, I was I was really struggling. Other than Draymond, obviously. So I thought, who's had the sort of most poster dunks this season or ankle breakers. Um, I didn't get any further than Aaron Gordon's dunk on Landry Shamet. And I've just managed to shoehorn it in because it was Christmas Day 2022. <laughs> so, it? you know, it's fine because Santa, he's done all his deliveries. He's got back to the North Pole. He's put, taken his boots off, put his feet up, grabbed a beer, sat down, watched that game. <laughs> he's seen that dunk and he's gone... That's top of the naughty list for next year. <laughs> but, but I mean that that dunk was that dunk was filthy. I mean he absolutely floored Shamut, who was convinced that he he was in the right place when he wasn't. Um, but it's it's the aftermath when he comes down, like he sits on his head, then he elbows him in the head, you know, completely <laughs> like you know on purpose. But he absolutely got one of the greatest poster dunks ever, and then just crushed him. But yeah. after that, I don't know if you guys saw this, he got a diamond pendant made of the dunk with him and Shamit on it. Stop it. it. 
but, it, but it's got him holding the Larry O'Brien trophy as well. So <laughs> he had this done after winning the championship. So we're talking oh, six, no. seven months later. He's definitely getting on the naughty list for that. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Love Good it. On Have a look at it. It costs $20,000 and it looks awful. But, you know... <laughs> I'd almost, I almost prefer the fact that it looks awful. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, if it looked decent, it would just make it almost like you kind of want to add him to the nice list for that. But no, <laughs> the fact that it looks awful and he spent twenty thousand dollars on it and the dunk was disgusting. Yep, naughty list. Woody, we're sticking with you. We're going background again. Uh, second name on your nice list. So this is just a nice, easy one. I'm going with Shay because he's. He is nice, and mm. we've been waiting for this season for a long, long time. We, we had a little glimpse last year, but you know he's just put that team on his back, and he's he just so smooth. Like he's another one of those guys; doesn't look like he's breaking a sweat. Um, he, he does all the hard work. You know, he, do, he doesn't moan, complain. You just don't hear from him. You only see him mm. play good basketball, uh, and that's it. You know, he's just one of those real smooth guys I think Canadians seem to be the smoothest players out here at the moment hey chill remember Dylan Brooks is Canadian as well yeah well well, there's always (laughs) but no RJ's pretty smooth as well like I like the way RJ manoeuvres like through the paint and gets his little left hand layup Wiggins as well Kelly Olenek (laughs) okay (laughs) Jesus he looks smooth in his Canadian tuxedo yeah. No, I like that one, Wardy. And uh, I'm going to stick with uh, with OKC for, for my nice list, actually. And I've got Chet uh, as the next guy on my list because there was a lot that was about Chet, but that boy is nice. And they said he couldn't play against Jokic. Well, he just had nine blocks in a game against Jokic. Almost a triple-double in a game against Jokic and a win in a game against Jokic. So he's getting better all the time. He's absolutely going to be Rookie of the Year. And he is nice. I really do hope that he is rookie of the year because I think everyone got Wemby fatigue before Wemby even got into the league. And like I feel everyone secretly wants Wemby not to to get it. So yeah, hundred percent. He needs to keep going. Uh talking about teams that need to keep going, uh the Timberwolves, because the better they are, the more I know it eats you up inside, Mark, because the Tim <laughs> the, the the Timberwolves are my I'm, I'm not picking a player, I'm just saying the Timberwolves in general are my uh, uh second on the nice list. Um because there's no way that I can pick between Anne or Cat or even Rudy Gobert because somehow everything is working at the beginning of the season all of us thought how on earth are the Timberwolves going to succeed when they are playing they are um paying three centers what seems like a bajillion dollars a year uh, and somehow Cat, Nas Reed and Gobert are all working together who would have thunk it and because... it's the same team as last season. I know. They've not done anything apart from <laughs> bring everyone terrible back. terrible last year. They put everybody back and it's working. It doesn't make any sense. And Mike Conley is like, his assistant turnover ratio at the moment is crazy. Like, he's yeah. just out there doing his thing. Everybody's contributing. Ant's playing. Like, he, he will probably be an all-star starter. In fact, he absolutely will be an all-star starter. Oh, 100%, starter, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a great choice, massively. Yeah. Well, moving on swiftly onto the second name on my naughty list. And seeing as I'm cheating and going with teams rather than players, I am picking for my second name on the naughty list, the Chicago Bulls. Um, because quite <laughs> frankly, they just 
Hit, like they just do my head in now at this point, right? Like for years we've been saying with the Chicago Bulls, they need to blow it up, or oh, should they keep going? Should they not? Like a couple of seasons ago, they they should have got rid of Zach Levine and kind of started all over again. And instead, they signed Demar Derozan. They had that one year where they thought, oh, could they actually make a playoff push with this? And that completely went down the drain. And now again, they're in this kind of limbo where. It's just not working. So Chicago Bulls, you're on the naughty list because you're boring. You're, you're doing my head in. So. They're paying five guys a lot of money. One of them might never play again, bless him, Yeah, in Lonzo. And the rest of them have still got value, but they just don't work. It just no. absolutely doesn't work. And there's no supporting cast either. They've got to blow it up. My naughty list is probably the naughtiest of the year so far. Sorry, Josh Giddy, but bro always 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 check ids my guy oh the rules in the us are different to australia and you just got to be careful man you're an nba player i don't want to talk about it anymore because i think we all know enough and obviously we're still waiting for an investigation my guy's still playing but he shouldn't be even in that situation in first place always check ids man come on yeah wardy last on the naughty list for you i don't I was actually shocked because I had a, sp- I had a backup because I thought this one might go, but James Harden just for bullying his way off another team, similar to KD, <laughs> just stop moaning and play basketball. And to be honest, since he got to the Clippers, he has done. But you know what? When he got to the, the Sixers, he stopped moaning and played well. And when he got to the Nets, he stopped moaning and played well. So, yeah, just he's got to stop. I don't think he will. He'll probably be on this list again next year playing for a different team, but... Yeah, we don't want to talk. We don't want to uh, think about that, Wardy. Right now, with a seven-game win streak, I'm pleading ignorance is bliss, and I don't want to picture the idea that just a month ago I was saying that I hate James Harden. Um, So, for now, ignorance is bliss. Well, We'd love to hear from you guys as the listeners who is on your naughty and nice list. So let us know um, on Instagram, any of these posts, who do you think should be on the nice list? Who do you think should be on your naughty list? But sticking with the Christmas theme, um, one thing that is absolutely synonymous with Christmas is gift giving. And uh, most workplaces um, partake in, of course, none other than Secret Santa. And we wanted to have our own version of Secret Santa here um, at uh, the Hoops and Recreation podcast. Uh, We're not giving each other gifts. Don't worry. You guys aren't listening to a podcast where we're just going to give each other presents. What we thought would be a better idea is if we gave each other players, we would then come up with a Secret Santa gift that we would give to that player. So... I don't know where we should start with this one. Uh, who, who, how do we want to work this? But either way, how, how are we going to do it? I'll tell you what. I'll give Wardy. I'll give Wardy his first. Okay, go. Yeah? And then, and then, Wardy, you can give yours to Matt. Yeah, should we go like yep. that? Let's do that. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. So, Wardy, for your secret Santa, I'm giving you a personal podcast favorite, Bowl Bowl. What would you <laughs> give Bowl Bowl for this Christmas, Wardy? Bol Bol, who has barely seen the court. Well, I would give him his own customised seat to have on the bench <laughs> because he is so long and that can't be comfortable. They're just like the pull-out chairs. I mean, I went to Milo's Christmas performance. It was like an hour and a half sat in a fold-out chair and I I was 
dying. It was so uncomfortable. So that guy, he needs somewhere nice to sit. So a nice, you know, big chair, a bit like Phil's chair. Phil a Jackson throne like Phil Jackson used to have. Yeah, yeah. he needs like that it. bit raised up, but it needs to be cushioned, you know, maybe a, a blanket next to him. It's got to have the massage settings as well. Like he needs just to be really comfortable because he's going to have a, he's going to watch an entire game. He might as well be comfortable, you know, cup holders <laughs> in this, in the arms, give him a lot. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to this one, Wardy, and say I reckon this should be like a Phoenix Suns times league fits chair. Like it should be like patterned in some sort of like designer pattern or something like that. Like whatever. These are they, they, other obviously we love Bol Bol, but I think league, it should league just fits be his love face, as well. His, his face, face all over. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, different Bol Bol expressions would be a fantastic pattern. They probably sell loads of it, to be honest. Uh, I'd buy I think one. Maybe that's why they got him in Phoenix. Just like you know, who doesn't want a bowl bowl T-shirt? Hey, if the minute, the second he signs for the Clippers, if it ever happens, I'm buying the jersey. <laughs> bowl bowl, so... yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're talking about <laughs> trading him to potentially trading him to the Spurs, aren't they? Oh, him and Wemby. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the real twin towers. <laughs> yeah. Wardy, what have you got for for Matt? Yeah, secret, well, secret. Well, you know what? Since I I got given a son, I'm, I'm going to give you a Clipper. Ooh. It's another favourite of the podcast. Let's go Big Zoo. Oh, what a, I mean, I'm oh, Big Zoo. I mean, there's a very obvious one that I'm going to go with here, but there's what I mean, if I was speaking from the heart, I would just get Zoo a statue of himself um, to just show how much <laughs> we appreciate him. But the obvious one here is we've got to get Zoo some dancing shoes, don't we, after last year? I mean, we we cannot have we cannot have Big Zoo getting caught in that dance circle the same again. If it happens for a second time, Zoo, we need you busting the worm. We need you pulling out the robot. So I'm going to I'm getting Zoo some specialized dancing shoes just in case we get part two of him being stuck in the dance circle. Yeah, I rate this highly, actually, like that a lot. Yeah, Matt, who you got for me? Oh, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you uh, a player that you're always quite high on and kind of fed into my my naughty list then. Um, I'm going to give you DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to give DeMar DeRozan a passport because <laughs> I think DeMar DeRozan needs to go back to the Raptors. Oh, oh that'll be a great yeah. homecoming. I yeah. Thought- for a second, when you said passport, I thought you were going to make a China. China? Or, no, 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 just over the border. But he'll still need his passport because um, it's not, you know, it's not a domestic flight. It's an international flight. But yeah, I think he needs to go for a, a homecoming. Um, oh, that'd be amazing. The Raptors need to blow it up. They're terrible. The Bulls need to blow it up. They're terrible. Trade um, DeRozan for Siakam or, or, or OG, someone who's got some value and might be able to take the Bulls forward if they're going to break it up. And let DeRozan go to Toronto, have that homecoming that he deserves, and just put points on the board. I like that. I think you, there would not be a single upset Raptors fan. Like everyone would absolutely love that. Yeah, thousand percent. I'm I'm up for that one. I'm going to come back to you now. Oh, okay. I've got I've got one for you now. I'm going to stick with the Clippers. Okay. Actually, a guy who I'm feeling needs a Christmas present. Actually, PJ Tucker. <laughs> what would you what would you give PJ Tucker, massively? Oh, PJ, right. Okay. <laughs> uh I am gifting PJ Tucker a camera and microphone. <laughs> 
Because in almost similar vein to what you said, Wardy, with Bowl Bowl, um, PJ Tucker ain't getting any minutes at the minute. And when he does get minutes, he's getting about five of them and isn't scoring. So I think PJ Tucker needs to start thinking about what he's going to do life after basketball. And he's got that many sneakers that I feel like he needs to start opening up a sneaker YouTube page, reviewing all of these PEs. So yeah, get, get PJ Tucker a camera and a mic. Let's get the PJ Tucker sneaker YouTube page running. When you first said it, I thought it was so he could do some photography on the side of the court or something. <laughs> That's where I was going. Yeah, He's got yeah, great yeah. seats. He'd get a brilliant, brilliant shots. Yeah. Or some sideline reporting with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could do that as well. I could see him on commentary or something like that. But no, I reckon we need the PJ Tucker YouTube page going on with all of those, all of those incredible sneakers. He, he's going to be moved, isn't he? For sure. Oh. It's, uh, it's strange that he's not, not playing um, at all. And uh, if, if you're not playing him, then there's no point having him. No. Uh, well, Wardy, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another list for uh, Secret Santa. And um, let's go with a team that we said a few episodes ago was a little bit boring. And uh, let's go with OG Ananobi. Oh, well, that, that's a good one. You know, he's a, he's a British boy, you know, born in the UK. So you know what that's like. There's only about four or five that have come through. So we hang on to them for dear life. <laughs> Uh, and he's also um, recently become part owner of the London Lions, so he's he's forever tied to the UK. Um, but he he also needs a trade, and you know, Mark, get him get him over the border, get him a passport as well. But he definitely needs a trade, especially with Scotty Barnes has really sort of improved on the the promise he showed from his rookie season, and they've got about six thousand forwards who are about six seven <laughs> six eight. <laughs> Haven't they? They've got Barnes, they've got Siakam, Precious Achua, Chris Boucher, Thaddeus Young, Otto Porter Jr., Jalen McDaniels is like, you don't need that many. Wow. No but... idea that Otto Porter was there, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who he play for? <laughs> but let, let, let's get him out of there, you know. He's, he needs a, he's, uh, he's not done so well this year. The last three years, this is his lowest stats. You know, get him out, get him somewhere else. Chicago would be right for a season or two. But he needs to be on a contender. So yeah, save him. Yeah, I'd love to see him on a contender. Actually, I think he's um, he's got good production. Like you say, they've got so many players who are all the same, and that was yeah. kind of their plan, wasn't it? We'll like we'll have a whole team of six, seven guys, and uh, and this is how we played. But it's not working at all. Yeah, there's only two or three good six, seven guys on there though. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know yeah. which ones they are either. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Mark, I've got your last one for you. Um. Back to the Knicks for you, Josh Hart. Man, I love Josh Hart. I absolutely <laughs> love him. Uh, what would I get Josh Hart? Um, I would get Josh Hart a basketball <laughs> because poor old Josh Hart gets left out of the offense quite often. Um, <laughs> he had a bit of a, a chat about it with the media um, a few weeks ago, but he doesn't feel quite part of the offense. And um, in fact, versus the Clippers, he got kicked out. Uh, for a bit of descent, so I feel like he, you know, probably needs to play a little bit more basketball. So yeah, I would get um, get Josh Hart a new basketball. I assume. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Josh Hart. I thought you were going to say like what you would give to Josh Hart is your heart, seeing as you love him so much. But ah, uh, I do love him. I love our heart to heart connection. Josh Hart and Isaiah Hart and Stein, the Black Jokic, which is also one of my favourite nicknames on the entire <laughs> league as well. Oh dear! Well, hey, once again, we, we said this for the naughty and nice list, uh, listeners. Let us know if you could pick any player in the NBA, 
what are you giving them for their secret Santa this year? Um, to, to to close out this Christmas special, um, Wardy, I do believe you have a rather uh, ominous Christmassy themed game for us, which worries me every single time you come to one of these episodes <laughs> saying that you have a game. But uh, I guess I'm, I'm passing over to you for whatever Christmassy themed game you have for us. Yeah, we should be worried because the last one I did yeah, didn't go great. Um, I didn't know the rules. I didn't know what was going on, but I 100% know this because I've made it up myself. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking of Christmas themes and Advent calendars are there and there's like 24 doors. But do you know what? In the 2000s, we've had 24 NBA champions. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pitch you against each other. Uh, I'm going to give you the year and you need to try and tell me the fastest who the NBA champion is. This is great. This is great. This is great, but I'm really scared. <laughs> I've, I've, um, I've not done it in order because I think that would be a little bit too easy. So I've I've taken Milo's advent calendar uh, and I've gone in the order that he's done it. So it's all jumbled up like a traditional advent calendar um, to make it a little bit harder. Right, okay. Um, but what we need, we need buzzers for you guys. So I don't know if you've got anything you want to make up, like a Christmassy noise or phrase or something so i know who's who um uh how about right reindeers Reindeers. i'll go with uh rudolph (laughs) you go with uh... prancer Prancer. okay (laughs) so i buzz in with rudolph (laughs) and i buzz in with prancer this is great already okay so uh (laughs) so right we'll get get started um 2017 prancer yeah Warriors. Matt. It was the Warriors. Yes. Nice one. one nil, Matt. Um, I had to buzz in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> right. Okay. 2007. Rudolph. Yeah, oh. Mark. Spurs. It is the Spurs. Ooh. One all. Um, 2000. Rudolph. Oh. Mark. Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. 2-1, Mark. 2012. Rudolph. Oh, I know Mark. this one. The Heat. Yeah. The Heat. Damn it. 3-1. I had a moment like you, Mark, where I completely, I almost shouted Rudolph. <laughs> I, I almost shouted Rudolph. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, Oops. we got 3-1, three, three, Mark. Okay. 2008. Rudolph. Mark. Lakers. No. Passing it over. Um, Celtics. Hey, nice one. Was it versus the Lakers, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck's sake. Okay, so we got 3-2 in favour of Mark. Should have known that because they've been living on that for the last 15 years. They? <laughs> <laughs> they talk about it at least once a week. Is that the anything is possible? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, 2014. France, sir. Are you buzzing or are you not sure about buzzing? Yeah, well, I'm a little yeah, bit unsure on. about both because I'm trying to think. What you, is it Spurs? It is the Spurs. Yes. Back in the game. Three there was a lot more. of thinking time there. It was either going to be Warriors or Spurs. It was like, I know it's <laughs> the end of one dynasty, the start of the other, essentially. I was trying to work out where we were. Okay. 2005. Uh, Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to shout reindeer, wouldn't you? Reindeer. Um, <laughs> the Spurs. The Spurs. It is the Spurs. It's always Damn. the Spurs. <laughs> if in doubt, Spurs, Lakers, Golden State. Okay. 
2024. Hey, yeah, just got to go quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's an okay. advent calendar. All right, if, so, if someone gets to 13, then, we're, then we'll call it, yeah. Right, okay. Okay, it's, it's right. close. So. Uh, right, so 2021. Uh, Rudolph. Oh. Mark. <laughs> uh, they're Bucks. It yeah. is the Bucks. Mark, you are 5-3 ahead. Okay. 2002. Uh, Rudolph. Mark. The Lakers. The Lakers is 6-3. Well okay. 2010. Rudolph. Mark. Lakers. <laughs> yeah. God, it was boring, wasn't it? So they <laughs> they Spurs, go back Lakers, to back Spurs. here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2004. Rudolph. Mark. I think I know this one. Bad Boys. Oh, well, not the Bad Boys, actually, the team, but it was the Pistons, yeah. It's the Pistons, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that one. It's fine. You did know. It was the, the, the lowest scoring finals ever. Yeah, I know. I know, but I've, it's years. I've, I have no idea what the years are. I know at some stage there's going to be a heat thrown in there, and it's around somewhere in the 2000s, so... Well, they're all in the 2000s. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it wasn't last year, was it? That's the point I'm making. It's like earlier okay. 2000s. Well, we're, we're coming up to your your territory now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this uh, is so, where I say Rudolph instead of Prancer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2015. Rudolph. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors. Mark, Warriors preempted it. Okay. 2018. Brought up, Warriors. Matt. Yay, there we go. Okay, oh, we're currently 9-4 in favour of Mark. Um, 2001. Brought uh, up. Oh, Matt, because you were the loudest. Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> you were the this. loudest. Wow. You both said at the same time, but he absolutely knew that one. And considering he was only Did about I? seven, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, 2009. Rudolph. Mark. <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> I, do, I feel and like, it... I'm going to say, if we do this again, we need to jumble the order around because I feel like it's just Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Someone else, Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Someone else. It's, it's that's kind of how it went, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2011. Uh, Rudolph. Prances. Oh, Mark. I said Prances. Um, the Mavericks, the Mavericks. Ooh. So yeah, we got something different for you. Thanks. Um, twenty thirteen. Prancer, is it Heat? It was. Knew it somewhere around that time. Yeah, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty two. Prancer. Rudolph. Matt. Nuggets. No. Wait, I've got the wrong year. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, you said twenty twenty two. It said 2022, 2022, yeah. Yeah, Mark, 2022 was Golden State. It was Golden State. Oh, I thought of it as 22, 23. The season started in 22. Uh, You had had a layup there. Damn it. (sighs) What's the score? Uh, The score is 12-6. So if we're going to retire at 13. One to win. One to win. So 2020. up. Raptors. No, it's 2019. <laughs> oh, no, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> go, go, Mark. That was a bubble year. It was the oh, bubble year. Lakers. The Lakers. Oh, we were literally talking about this in our last episode, how much we love the bubble. 
why do oh, why do you guys let me do this podcast? Honestly, I'm gonna retire. <laughs> you were just early on both of them. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, so that was that was incredible. Wow. That was very, very good. I'll I'll just I'll run through the last the last couple I've got on my list. So uh two thousand we'll, we'll let you get these, Matt Sibley, shall we? See if you get these. Come oh, on, Matt Sibley. 2003. Lakers. Spurs. Fuck. Uh, yeah. 2006. <laughs> Spurs. Heat. <laughs> 2023, where the season ends in 2023. <laughs> Warriors. No, Nuggets. <laughs> it was the Nuggets. 2019, which wasn't uh, 2020. The... Yeah, Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> and rounded it off, 2016. Warriors. Cavs. Oh, Cavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cavs. That was the year when they started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 3-1. Also, yeah, the great comeback, wasn't it? Oh, Matt Sibley, you've done the right once you knew all the answers. (laughs) 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 Once we told you the answers, you did all right. Uh, I don't understand how. I think uh, I'd I'd already admitted defeat by the time we got to that last 2016 one. Of course, that's bloody Cavs. The comeback was on when I hesitated and you came out with the Raptors. Yeah. Oh, sorry, with the with the Nuggets or and the Raptors. Yeah, that was where the comeback was. Hey, it's all right. These things happen. I don't expect to win the games. I'm just here for the participation <laughs> trophy. It's fine. I'm just here. I'm you're just PJ here Tucker, to... you're just happy, happy admiring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's, what, he's got his podcasting equipment. He's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I tell you what, that's a fantastic ending to, uh, I suppose, really our first proper titled Christmas special. And uh, this will also be our last episode of the year because the fact that uh, with Christmas and New Year and things like this, um, timings wise, etc., we're going to have a little bit of a break. So you can expect us back on probably I think it's like Tuesday, the 9th of January or something like that. But uh, I hope everyone listening has a fantastic holidays, Christmas, New Year's, everything in between. Um, Merry Christmas and New Year to the two of you you as well mark and wardy and uh hey 2024 even more fantastic basketball let's let's hope for it right because 2023 has been an absolute dream it's a pleasure to be a podcaster when there's so much to talk about in the <laughs> exactly NBA. exactly and uh yeah thank you everybody who listens everybody who interacts with us um on the instagram page and, and everything as well we really appreciate it and hope everybody has a, a lovely holiday period Perfect. Well, thank you for listening to the Hoops and Recreation podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you follow at Sneakers and Recreation on Instagram to keep up to date with all things Hoops and Recreation. And until next time, guys, goodbye.